0: NBA Gambling Podcast, part of SGPN, is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Guys, all the sports are here. I'm talking all the sports are back. Winning season returns, and it's at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane player props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers at my bookie winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long the nfl has officially returned and that means action-packed sundays and huge cast prizes week in and week out get into the action use promo code sgp and double your first deposit new players get up to one thousand dollars in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet bet with the best this season for your chance to win big use promo code SGP and double your first deposit your winning season begins today only at my bookie Okay, and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. We are back from a crazy NBA weekend. We thought by today we would be previewing the uh, both conference finals uh, matchups, but we still don't know who the Lakers will take on in the Western Conference. Um, But here is Nugget superfan Zach Broner. I'm sorry, Zach Swiss Bank (laughs) Broner. How's it going, my (laughs) man? You have a good weekend?
1: Yeah, a good weekend. I'm surprised you remembered that uh, that lame attempt at you know personal nickname construction. Are you but...
0: kidding? It's already all, <laughs> it's all I thought about all weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I guess so. While you know, majority of the sports world was tuned into Week One NFL, which was awesome. Um, but you know, the the little engine that could. The Denver Nuggets are 48 minutes away from the conference finals, and I have to say, just j- before we're going to get into the game specifically, but. It seems like this is very quiet. That, that that the Clippers are on the verge of an absolute disaster collapse in this series.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I have I've certainly seen a couple of headlines today. Like, would this be the worst collapse in NBA playoffs history? And uh, the Nuggets were what plus nine hundred at the beginning of the series to win this, yep. and the uh, what would the Clippers like minus fifteen. 100 or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. So whoever bit on that is absolutely sweating right now. But yeah. Kudos. I mean, the Nuggets were a very, very big dog in the series. I think now that, I don't know, it's, it's been a bit of a quiet series, I think, because it was 3-1. It felt like the Clippers were going to wrap it up in Game 5, but they're handling them in Game 4. All of a sudden, the Nuggets can't come back to win that game. And then on Sunday, they were in the middle of the 1 o'clock slate, or the 1 o'clock Eastern time slate with the NFL. So not many people were watching that game, but... Yeah. Uh, I guess you do want to get into that game six real quick.
0: Yeah, let's absolutely get into that game six real quick. Um, I know that I kind of tuned out at halftime thinking, you know, I, I was had all my fantasy football teams going and I was getting all caught up at the excitement of the NFL. And that game looked like it was over in the first half. I mean, the Clippers were up by what, 16 going into the half. Um, yeah, 16. And, and then in the third quarter even got up at the beginning of the third quarter, uh, extended the lead, I think it was as high as 19 or 20 at one point. Yeah, it was as high as 19. As high as 19. And then, man, (laughs) Jokic led like just the most insane... Comeback! I can remember seeing in quite a while. I actually went back and rewatched the second half today, so my attention was totally focused on it. He just felt unstoppable out of the high post. It, he was insane. I mean, uh you're the Jokic super fan. Talk a little bit about what uh you were you saw yesterday.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was amazing. Obviously, yeah. I guess the new Jokic, he just loves making above the break above the break threes. Like he, you know, he was four or six from three this game. All of them, I thought, were tough attempts. Um, yeah. you know, whether oh, that's off the dribble or using that new uh, shuffle Euro step that he likes to get into a jumper, but he was absolutely unstoppable in this game. A, a lot of the storyline coming into this game seven is going to be about Harrell versus Zubash versus going small for the Clippers, and we mm-hmm. can talk about that more. But they really had no answer for Jokic, and I think what's so great about him is that he could play forty minutes too. You know, yep, he was he was defending at a high level, and obviously on offense, I mean, he was just an absolute superstar um but you know the the whole nuggets offense came to play especially in the second half 64 points in the second half and and they were cooking
0: yeah they certainly got hotter from three than I would necessarily count on them getting in the next game but not just their offense they were great on defense as well I mean they got lucky a few times for sure I remember like a wide open Kawhi Leonard layup that he just missed that with that Almost never happens. It just felt like the Nuggets were hustling more instead of like being defeated. Coming in, in the second half, like the Rockets, you know, when they got down to the Lakers, they 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 would just gave up. It was nothing. Get, the Nuggets came out like super energized in the second half. The Clippers thought they already had it won, and they just straight up out hustled them.
1: Yeah, I, I I think there was. Some of that, the Nuggets definitely, they had a couple possessions where they got like four offensive boards in yep. a row. Yeah. Torrey Craig, Gary Harris, Jeremy Grant, those guys are flying around. And how about Michael Porter, you know, 13-7 and seven tonight, that he kind of just has been re- super consistent quietly recently. But, you know, I, I think definitely what you said should be noted about this game. Nuggets shot 48% from three, although they only made two more total threes in the Clippers. But you're going to see some You know, they were obviously ridiculously hot in the second half. And then, you know, the Clippers only shot 42% on twos in this game. They shot 41% from the floor, Um, despite shooting 37% from three. Kawhi was 5 of 13 on twos. That just feels like, you know, one of the worst Kawhi games we've seen in a while. He missed a couple layups, like you said, that he does not miss. So I I wouldn't be panicking if I was the Clippers about the offense, that their shot quality was decent, but... Yeah, the Nuggets, you know, they they flew around on defense and they definitely made it tough on the Clippers. And for the Clippers, only just score 35 points in the second half. And it's it's not like the pace was bogged down. This didn't yeah. really have a Game 7 feel to it. The Nuggets were getting out in space. They were completely free. Um, the Clippers kind of just cramped up on their own. So I, I do think the concerns about, you know, second half, the pressure has gotten to the Clippers two games in a row. The Nuggets are playing completely loose. Um and and they they seem comfortable down sixteen because they just keep coming at this Clippers team.
0: I feel like the second half defense has just really struggled when they have Harrell and Lou Williams in there. I mean, those guys are turnstiles. Harrell has been really bad in this series, and um, that's the thing. Like Zubac actually played thirty minutes last night and was I think what plus eleven or something like that in his thirty yeah, minutes. He played well and. He did a pretty good job of staying in front of Jokic, but even you know, so when he tired out Zubac, they tried to double team him with smaller guys, and he just shot over them all the time. Like I don't know what defense if answer they have for him.
1: Yeah, no, and and the other option is they were trying to double him. And what makes Jokic so good is he's so good as a playmaker. He yep. just darts a couple passes around, and then they were getting they had an open three for Michael Porter Jr., open three for Torrey Craig, um, so he makes plays out of that. I think, I think Zubac, Zubac is getting a little overrated here. I mean, he was plus 11. Yeah, but he had two points on one of six and I didn't think he did a particularly good job on Jokic. Um, I think the answer, I mean, if I'm the Clippers, I, I, I think I would try going small potentially um, and, and just trying to really fly around, go with Marcus Morris, go with Kawhi. I mean, Jokic still hasn't tested Kawhi in this series. I mean, he he's able to switch off him, but it's not like it's not like I, I still like Kawhi in that matchup. Obviously, being having the pedigree he has in the defensive end. But it, it, just a side point. I mean, Rudy Gobert looks really good right now because of how much he bothered Jokic. Because mm. literally, no one else in the past, like in the bubble and in this series and in the regular season, after Jokic kind of got into shape after he struggled early. Nobody has had an answer for him except for Rudy Gobert really bothered him. I mean, Jokic is back to himself. He had seven assists, 14 boards tonight. He wasn't putting up any of that auxiliary stuff with Gobert on him. So, um, you know, I I don't think necessarily taking Harrell out of the rotation completely is the answer. I think you just give him the 10 minutes where Jokic sits.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe that's the answer. I know that a lot of – you know, a lot of basketball analysts I was reading today was just saying, like, go with your strongest defensive lineup and, uh, you know, don't worry about outscoring. Just, you know, don't worry about Lou Williams and Harrell getting their offense, but just worry about trying to shut down Jokic, make everybody else beat you. Um, I don't know if that's the way. Certainly, I, I feel like that um, Coach Malone has just really outcoached Doc Rivers in this one. Um, certainly f- for them to come back from down 3-1. Actually, th- and they're 5-0 in elimination games in this playoffs, which is insane because they were down 1-3 against uh, Utah as well. And we're just going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors and be right back. I mentioned this up top, but our presenting sponsor is MyBookie.ag. Thank you so much for being the presenting sponsor of NBA Gambling Podcast, part of SGP. And winning season is back at MyBookie, and they're offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes each Week. Don't miss out on week two action. Enter promo code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports books with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co. Promo code SGP20. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And now, going back to our show. Like
1: you said, the, the Clippers... In terms of getting out coached, I mean, they only had 20 assists in this game as compared to 26 for Denver. I thought Denver's offense came much easier. And and also, I, I agree with what you said. I mean, I think at this point, Jokic looks so good. You kind of got to let him get his, make him be a scorer. Seven assists to go along with the 34 points. I mean, that's that means he had an absolutely killer offensive game. You look at Jamal Murray was 9 of 13. Gary Harris, 5 of 11. Michael Porter Jr., 4 of 7. Monte Morris four of seven. So everyone else was getting good looks too. So when they have that sort of all you can eat team aspect with Jokic scoring and making plays, um, they're they're gonna have a good offense. I mean, they're they're that good. So I think you gotta you. I think you gotta look at Jokic right now as an absolute. Just we'll let him score, but but we gotta take away everything else this team has
0: for a baseline of how much better he is playing in this postseason than even his career, like his career stats, like he's shooting the three so much better. His career three point percentage is at thirty-four percent. He's shooting over forty-six percent in this postseason. He averages in his career 17 points per game. He's at twenty-six point one points per game in this postseason. So I mean he is just everything to this Nuggets team and it's really great to see this star like totally blossoming and a totally unique star. Like I was trying to remember have we ever seen anybody like this? Like there's some elements of Dirk Nowitzki where you know Dirk could take it from the high post and shoot over everybody you know on from the outside but he was never the playmaker that Jokic is
1: yeah no i don't i don't think we've seen a player like this he is he is factually i think the best the best passing big man of all time and and um yeah i, th- I think Nikola Jokic is, is clearly the best center in the NBA right now uh I, I, I don't know if that's a hot take i don't know if you agree with that but I do Joel Embiid Joel Embiid is it would not would not carry this team down 3-1 in back-to-back series I mean he's just not that type of guy and at a certain point I'm done making excuses for Joel Embiid's effort and I'm just ready to say that Nicole Jokic is the best center in the NBA and it might not even be close right now
0: I agree with you I mean I'm sure the Embiid apologists would uh would would have some things to say about that but just from what he's been doing in this bubble compared to the playoffs, what, yeah. yeah, what he's been doing in the bubble compared to what Embiid did in the bubble is just really. You're right. He's heads and tails above Embiid for me right now. Um, really excited to see this game seven. Let's go ahead and um, get into it. I will just say I wanted to to point out that uh, first off, we have a total set at. 207 and a half which feels low for these teams however we've already had uh three game sevens in this playoff series and all of them went under the low total set like um jazz nuggets game seven the total was set at 217 and a half the actual total was 158 uh thunder rockets the total was at 217 the actual total was 206 and uh, Celtics Raptors, the total was set at 204 and the actual total was 179. So, uh, you know, I know it's like a knee jerk thing to bet the under on game sevens, but that's like actual trends right there showing you.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, this is so hard because I, I actually hadn't even looked at the total before we, we got on the phone and I, I have my notes have to play this under um, Yeah, and 207 is shocking because I think game 1 of the series we were looking we were talking about 219 and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um so that is just a a drastic uh difference especially for, you know, the same matchup running seven games in a row, but I hate to say it. I I still do kind of like that under.
0: Well, and um, here's just, the other number I'll give out. No game in this series has hit the over. It's 05 and 1 for the uh so if you bet the under every time, you're 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 killing it in this series.
1: Yeah, I mean the the only thing I will say is that, and, and this series th- doesn't seem like it's been as emotionally exhausting as the other game sevens that we've seen. Um, you know, I, I think even even speaking as someone who likes this Nuggets team, obviously that Rockets Thunder was a very like intense emotional game seven. South Celt- Celtics Raptors as well. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't feel like it's as much of like in the fourth quarter I'm not expecting to see tired legs here if that makes sense I mean yeah. I think I think these teams look like they're fine um but I would still lean under I mean the, the game 7 the game 7 game flow has has been too accurate each, each of the three game 7s we've seen here to you know see anything different in my
0: opinion I agree and 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 just the series as well like the offense uh has not I mean, both teams have been bringing the defense, and uh, I think that'll continue. So I am definitely gonna go with the under, even though it's a, a low total at two seven and a half. And man, I am I'm really going back and forth. I I really want to take the Nuggets. I it's I think I am taking the Nuggets plus seven and a half. I just think even if they don't win, it's gonna be close.
1: Yeah, I I think this is tough because I I do think the Clippers, I do think the Clippers win this game. Um, Yeah. And, and I, I, I hate to fall back on like, oh, they're just, they're just a better team because we've been saying that for two games now, expecting the Clippers to, to get that outright win. But yeah, I think the Nuggets keep it close too, honestly. Um, Especially if you like the Clippers, I think first quarter or first half, definitely you want to get some of your action down there just based on you can't ignore the the difference of how these teams play in the second half. So definitely I would be an advocate of splitting up some of your action there if I was taking the Clippers. But I think I'll I'll take the Nuggets, but I I will prefer to wait this out a little bit and maybe jump on the Nuggets live at at a better line because we know they won't go away.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. I mean... So that's going to actually going to be the the second game on uh, Tuesday, and the first game we're going to have is the Heat versus the Celtics game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, I was a little surprised uh, to have the Celtics a minus one thirty five favorite on the series, uh, Heat at plus one fifteen. Uh, how does those numbers strike you?
1: Yeah, I think I, I honestly had really no idea where this one would be. I, I, I would not have been surprised to see the Celtics a four point favorite or, or equivalent in the series price. Um, I, I think, uh, off first glance, I, I think that Boston might be a little bit better than Miami, and I, I, don't know if that line says that.
0: Yeah, I mean the the game one is set at uh, Boston giving up uh, one and a half. And I really like Miami, plus one and a half. We know that uh, wow. it they've been hinting at maybe Gordon Hayward coming back, but it definitely does not seem like he's gonna be ready for game one. And uh, the Miami Heat has had more rest. And I actually, I have a lot of numbers uh, that our boy uh, Munaf on the uh, NBA Slack sent out to me, but uh, I won't just bra- barrage you with numbers right now. Tell me what you're thinking for game one.
1: Yeah, so just to uh, clear up, Malika Andrews today reported from the bubble. Gordon Hayward went through a "quote unquote" hard small group workout, Mm -hmm. Um, but but uh, he's out for Game One, like you said. Yeah, I mean Miami definitely has a rest advantage, Um, and and like I said, just a super emotional game, super emotional series for the Celtics. Um, We don't know that we don't know what the status of Jalen Brown is. He definitely got hurt a little bit Mm -hmm. on that play, which. I don't know if we talked since then. I thought that was a very dirty play by Pascal Siakam um putting his hand on, on Jalen's back. Yeah. He came down on a wet spot. He was very, very uh stiff the rest of that game. I wouldn't be surprised to see him limited in game one. So, you know, and and Bolster's had more time to prepare uh than Brad Stevens. And these are two great coaches. I think Miami's gonna come out with with, with a great game plan. I'm curious what where do you think the matchups uh, you know what what matchups are you looking to see here? Because there's a lot of interesting decisions for both teams to make. Um, who guards Jimmy Butler? Who guards Goron? Um, and, and who guard and who guards Jalen? Who guards Jason? Who guards Kemba for the Heat?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I think that the Toronto Raptors set a bit uh, of a template that the Miami Heat can follow for beating Boston. And I feel like if the, the if their guards get physical with Kemba, he tends to shut down a little bit as a smaller guard. So I think I would definitely look at that matchup. Uh, maybe Kemba can rise to the occasion here. I think he's going to need to for the Celtics to win. Um, but I could see this being a huge BAM series from him being able to guard Tatum and Brown uh if needed to be
1: yeah I mean Bam Bam gave the Bucks so many problems in that last series so I think you're definitely hesitant to just say oh Daniel Tice has Bam because you know he's definitely more than that as a player like you just said so I think the Celtics definitely for them is going small an option I mean I like the idea of 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 going small with if you get Gordon Hayward back in this series, or maybe get some Grant Williams in there because he's shown he could he could mm-hmm. help out and switch on the perimeter pretty well. Um, but yeah, definitely looks like a big band series, and I agree with you. I think Kemba Walker has to be the guy because between Crowder and Butler and Iggy, um, I think they're going to give Jason Tatum some problems in terms of yep. being the number one scorer
0: absolutely absolutely and i also as as well as the celtics bench has played i think that miami is just a deeper team on the bench um when you start to look at all those guys uh you can get more minutes from uh miami's bench i if just feel that they're a deeper team i trust them a little more i feel like a guy even like kelly olenic is going to come in and give the celtics problems he's had good games against his former team um, you know, Iggy is definitely going to come in and give you like 10 to 15 great minutes. So, whereas I just don't kind of trust some of those younger guys on the Celtics.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I, I do think that there is potential for the Celtics to really kind of try to impose on, on especially on Hero and Duncan and trying to take them out of the series. I don't think the Bucks really did enough of that. They kind of did some of it in game seven, although Hero went off, but we did see you know, DiVincenzo kind of neutralized Duncan just yeah. by being really physical with him and then hunting him offensively. So, you know, what if what if the Celtics just kind of go into the mode where they try to get Kemba or Tatum switched onto Duncan or Hero and then just attack from there? I would try to sort of I would try to make Miami be really worried about having those guys on the floor defensively um, if I was Boston. But. It's going to be a phenomenal series. What? Where, where? So you're leaning Miami for Game One?
0: Yeah, I'm leaning Miami, taking the one and a half points. Uh, I'm also leaning Miami for this series. Um, you know, they've had three regular season matchups. Uh, Celtics won the first two. The Heat won the one in the bubble, and that was without Jimmy Butler. Which um, I mean, really seems to say the same thing. Uh, Butler has when he the two games he did play averaged twenty. Uh, eight and a half points. So, I mean, who guards Butler? That's a, that's a really good question. Who guards Butler on the Celtics?
1: I I don't know. I mean, I I would probably start jailing on him if he's if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would I would leave Tatum off ball a little bit more. Maybe try to get him on Crowder so we can rest a little bit and also play help. Um, but Marcus Smart's definitely gonna spend some time on him, which should be very very fun and electric. I think this is gonna be a really tough, gritty series between two teams who respect each other, but I also, they doubt, I doubt after about 10 minutes, they're going to like each other very much. Yeah.
0: Well, I, <laughs> I agree with you that it's going to be a gritty, chippy series. Um, the three games they played were defensive games. All three totals went under the projected totals.
1: Well, you know, look, the Celtics are, are a very good defensive team, so I don't want to undersell that. And, you know, the the, the, heat, the Heat obviously were ridiculously good in the first three games of that series against the Bucks, but I thought the Bucks kind of the Bucks responded in that series. I mean, they they were down three one. They they took it to three one, and they, they they gave them a good run in. Uh, I guess that was game five or game six or game game five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I thought I thought the the Heat offense uh, sort of showed a little bit of crack. Um, definitely defensively, they were still obviously so stout, but. Um, think the Celtics are going to have success getting stops in this series, which, which lends credence to your theory on the unders. If we want to, uh, definitely look to get after those early in the series.
0: Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, one more note here from moon after he said, uh, when Miami and Boston, uh, against the spread, their records, uh, when they've had more three or more days of rest, Miami is eleven and three against the spread, whereas Boston is seven, three and one against the spread after three or more days of rest, which uh goes to again why I'm taking the heat in game one. I I feel like they're I think Butler and crew are really gonna come out and set the tone.
1: Yeah, no I, this should be great I, i'm I'm taking Celtics series and I'm taking I think I'm taking uh I don't really have a good feel for game one i i I, I, I like the Celtics I guess but I'm definitely not not in bet territory
0: where which okay so and you know I have uh five units on uh Miami to win the eastern championship um at uh 10 to one uh should I hedge yet? Yeah,
1: I, I, I think I would. Um, i, I, I got to be honest. I, I, I said I didn't necessarily know what to expect with the line on this series, but I thought the Celtics were going to be a decently sized favorite here. Um, but look, I, I personally thought, I, I guess I didn't think the Bucks were that good. I obviously picked them in that series, but... Um, you know, I, I I always thought all these teams were relatively similar to one another. So I I think the Celtics are the best of a bunch, and I I do think they got I think they get this done. And so if you want to hedge, um, you know, I might wait till game two, considering that that the Heat have this big rest advantage,
0: and, mm-hmm. and you like
1: them to get the dub in game one, so you get a better line on Boston coming back.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a good call. Um, I will wait till after game one. Anything more you want to say about previewing? Uh, either of Tuesday's games or uh, the Eastern conference finals series. I'm
1: just really excited for this Celtics heat series. I think it's gonna be great, like emotional battle between Marcus Smart and Jimmy Butler. And, um, you know, that Celtics Raptors series was, it was very physical and it was tough, but it was somewhat friendly. I thought overall, there was no real big, like Kyle Lowry. I'm hoping for some of that emotion to spill, um, in this series and obviously Spo and Brad Stevens, just two great franchises going at it. So hopefully this is one of those legendary tight physical series.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, all right. Well, you're on the Celtics. I'm on the heat right now, um, but we're both taking the heat to win game one. And we're both leaning towards the nuggets plus the points, even though we think there's a very good chance that the Clippers will win. It'll be a close game. And we're both thinking the under. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, you can follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. Follow Zach at NBA Zach B on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast. Please rate and review. Uh, I'm gonna be this week giving away a, another uh, hoodie to somebody who uh, sends me a rating so make sure to hit me up on Twitter via that or NBA Gambling Podcast at sgpn.com Basketball Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm